Hey, girl, you trying to hit this? Oh, you know exactly what I need. What is up, everybody? Hello, hello. This is Two Girls, One Blunt. Two girls, two pussies, one blunt, one cup, two cups. Last week's episode was a shit show, literally. So will this week's episode be a shit show, too? Probably. I'm getting my period. Are you getting your period? I don't know. I haven't gotten my period in like a month and a half. I don't really know what's happening. I got PMS when you got your period two weeks ago, and now I'm getting PMS again, and it's just... Now I'm getting PMS again. My titties are swollen, and and they hurt. Yep. And... And now my boobs are... I took a pregnancy test as well. not pregnant. I'm not pregnant. Cheers to that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Mickey is on the soundboard. Yeah, he's testing out the new sounds. He's going to have a blast with it. A field day this week. <laughs> <laughs> we're not really that funny, are we? No. No, we're not. Well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah. So, I don't know what's happening. I feel like I may rip someone's child's head off. And um, at the same find time. a child to do that. <laughs> Yo, when if there's a will, there's a way. Okay, <laughs> if there's a will, there's a way. I'm, I'm unwell, so we're drinking mimosas. Oh yeah, this is not OJ. I'm not being healthy. No, this is straight champagne. Mm-hmm. Champagne. Where's my applause? <laughs> Emily, stop trying to make <laughs> champagne happen. It will never happen. Oh God, we're not even wearing pink, and it's a Wednesday. Exactly, Mickey. Exactly. Exactly. This is what we call a bomb in comedy. (laughs) Um, When someone tries to make jokes and you're like, ooh, that was a little painful. (laughs) (laughs) I over sexualize Emily way too much. And like, when I see her butt, I just have to like touch it. Jamie literally does dead fish to me and she unconsciously did it today. And I was like, girl, I literally was like mid conversation, like <laughs> blank face and coming I towards the tits had to put my hand in her titties and just flop them around yeah. a little. I don't know what about, it's therapeutic. <laughs> Jamie's been calling me mommy a lot lately. Mommy. Sorry. I'm sorry. Mommy. Um, you know, I think mommy kinks are in now. And have you ever had someone call you mommy like sexually? No, <laughs> I've had someone call me mistress, but mm. I've been called mommy before. Oh, yeah. Didn't wasn't there like that 19 year old <laughs> there was back this, during the pandemic? Yeah. So I um, matched with somebody on Tinder and I think they lied about their age. And then he was like, <laughs> I have to tell you something. And I was like, what? He's like, I'm 19. And I was like, I'm going to kill myself. That's so and, young. And then he was like, I have a mommy kink. And I literally was like, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> so. I, uh, for research purposes, we of kind of all like went around the phone and we let him explore his mommy kink and then he'd be like, mommy. And then he got really annoying. It was, I did this for like a day and then I was like, okay, my research is done. And he got really annoying and he'd be like, why don't you answer me if I didn't answer in like an hour? And I was like, chill, dude. I have like a full-time sales job and like, he got really annoying. And I was like, I'm all down for you to acting like you're young, but actually acting like a little bitch, little bitch boy is not gonna, um, that ain't going to fly go. with mommy. You no. understand? I had an ex-boyfriend who had mommy issues too. And he was like, I don't know. That's kind of hot being like mommy. But he looked at it more of like, I'm going to knock you up, mommy. And then also calling me mommy. I don't, that's a little weird. <laughs> I'm saying it out loud. <laughs> he was like, you know how like dads and moms, so they'll be like, oh, daddy's doing this right now. Like to their, about their partner to yeah. the kids. Like, yeah. is that what he, how he was referring to you? He would talk to me like that, I guess. I don't know. We didn't date for that long to like really explore it, but he was, I could tell that that's where that was going, you know? And now with the TikTok, there's fucking mommy everywhere. Mommy everywhere. I don't think you get a comment on TikTok or Instagram that doesn't say mommy, <laughs> sorry, mommy or mommy milkers. She got some mommy milkers on her. I am moo. <laughs> Bitch, I'm a cow. Oh. <laughs> Bitch, I'm a cow. I didn't, I, I didn't say it. She, she said it first. Um, Doja Cat said it first. I, that. You know, I've always thought that about you. Thank you. Uh, bitch. I'm just kidding. But um, yeah. So should we update the the crowd on what's going on with us? What's going on with us? Yeah, people are going to hate that. <laughs> 
me. He's like, I want to press all the buttons right now. I know. <laughs> He's like, I smoked and I just, fun toy. <laughs> Honestly, I'm the same way. No, save it for like epic moments, you know? Because then it adds to it <laughs> for that epic moment. And it's like, that was perfect. What if we never have an epic moment ever again? <laughs> Do you not believe in us? Oh, I believe in us fully. Okay, right, right. Life updates. What are we doing? What's going on? We just moved. I'm flying to see a man. <laughs> oh my God. We have a simp. Sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a motherfucking simp in the house. I'm sorry, my devil side wants to come out. It's like, I don't travel. Jamie's been bringing out her devil side. She's just looking at the cats going, I want your fucking soul. It, it sounds, that that sounded That was a like vampire. A okay, I'm sorry. That wasn't even a vampire. That's I, If someone came up to me in a scary house and sounded like I've, that, I would <laughs> punch you straight in the teeth. In the teeth? I'd be like, no. Bitch. It's Lucy. <laughs> I want you so Lucy. And then her eyes look up. This is the cat, by the way. And she's like, and then I start doing like this and I start saying it and... They get she scared, and I enjoy that. I don't know. I'm feeling a little spooky lately, okay? Spooky season's upon us. I'm so excited yeah, for Halloween. Spooky season's upon us, so why am I... I'm scared of myself right now. I'm flying <gasps> to see a man. And, oh, yeah. Um, you know, he had already lost... See, here's the thing. I haven't bought my tickets yet. <laughs> right. We're he, very last minute here. Yeah, I'm very last minute, but he bought his tickets to see me. Already? Already. Oh, double fuck. And that's like three weeks out, so... You know, at least the trip to see me is already planned. Yes. Plus, I'm going back to get my hair done. So it's not like I'm actually seeing, going just for him. I'm no, just going to no. stay five days mm-hmm. extra and hang out with him <laughs> on that trip. That five days? I'm going Wednesday and then leaving Monday morning. It's going to be very quiet and, at home. <laughs> yeah. And then the moment that day I get back, it's like I land like a noon I got to pack my bags because we're going to Vegas. Vegas, baby. I've never been. Oh, really? I've never been to Vegas. All of these places we're going to, I've never been before. Oh, shit. Yeah. We got a Vegas virgin. A Vegas virgin. We got to like, we're not really experiencing Vegas. We're no. going, we're going on a content creator trip and we're going to this place called Pirates Cove. <laughs> <laughs> She was allergic to that or something. Are you okay? <laughs> She's on well. <laughs> that was the epic moment. <laughs> All right, we got to find a new producer, guys. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, we're just kidding. We're a team. What were we talking about? I don't know. You were choking on something. <laughs> Oh, right. We're going to Pirates Cove. We're dressing up as sexy pirates and we're going to fuck some other pirates. I'm not fucking anyone. Me either. <laughs> Actually, that, honestly, that's a lie. There's probably going to be an orgy and I would love to get in on some puss puss. <laughs> <laughs> Please never say that. <laughs> uh, dude, I was so jealous of the past orgy. So, you know, and we just watched and I was like, my inner demon wants to do this but like i had my period and so i'm like praying that my period doesn't sync up with this trip and it's supposed to which is why i'm like why the fuck am i feeling i know and then i'm like am i pregnant no don't say that i've never had a pregnancy scare Uh (laughs) i have no i've actually never been actually pregnant oh me either but um unless i just miscarried it and i never knew (laughs) i was about to say i'm a mitochondria again (laughs) wait jamie we were pulling out of the street out of our parking garage she was like i'm a mitochondriac oh we were talking about being sick (laughs) she's like i'm a mitochondriac i was like a powerhouse of the cell (laughs) and i was like fuck i knew i said that wrong i was like oh hypochondriac why can't i say it i'm a hypochondriac Hypochondriac. 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 Yeah. That too. (laughs) But yes, I keep, and it's like the fifth time that I've said mitochondriac. (laughs) And everyone's like, what are you saying? And I'm like, is anybody else getting sweaty? (laughs) (laughs) Are you getting sweaty? I'm getting sweaty. (laughs) Yeah. Your bio is pungent, Emily. (laughs) Okay. So Jamie made me smell her armpit last night. (laughs) 
I did. I did. I was, I got a whiff of myself. I didn't wear deodorant last yesterday because we were depressed in bed all day. And I was like, I smell a little musty. And then I was like, Emily, come smell it. And then I tried to stick my fingers in she it. She wanted to do a swab wipe with her fingers <laughs> in my armpits. Just smell it. I was like, that's disgusting. Just come like near me and smell it. And she thought that was more gross. And then I went in. And, oh, mama. and, she, and she went <laughs> and flew across the room, <laughs> fell off the bed. And I was like, are you kidding me? It's not that bad. I can only smell myself when I'm like in there. If it was that bad, you'd smell me like in yeah, my vicinity. Yeah, no, we were like two feet apart the whole day. Yeah. But I was in your armpit. Okay. And it, she said it was pungent and it was like, you smell disgusting and making fun of me. And I'm like, Emily, I didn't say all that. Yes. I just did. called you pungent. And you, oh, you, you were like making all these faces. You're like, you're fucking gross and smelly. Uh, I was on another one last night. Yeah. We, I was like jumping over the bed and like tackling Jamie. I think I swung on her. You did swing on me. And then I was like, I'm going to fucking murder this bitch. How do you fight a bitch who can't make a fist though? You know, I I feel like I could get canceled for that. They'd be like, damn, you're hurting the less fortunate. You really are. Okay, where were we? I don't know. <laughs> we We've been like emotional wrecks. We're getting our periods. I don't feel Hopefully. I feel depressed. I haven't been able to do work. So like the thought of holding a conversation right now is extremely difficult. Um so we went out in Miami. On a Monday. On a Monday. And I was like, yo, it felt like a Saturday night. It felt like one of those nights you stay out till 6 a.m. Yeah. I got the most drunk I've been in a very long time. Okay, but people kept handing us drinks. They everyone like, was like, welcome this. to Miami. Just, Just buying us drinks after drinks. It, everyone was so nice. So sweet. And then um, there was like a cannon full of weed. We literally smoked a fucking blunt it was or like a joint fuck. that was like kind of like a small dick like it was the size of a small pepe you know a little a little pecker a pecker of a joint and uh it was huge we got super high and then we got fucked up and you were blackout i was gone i was literally like so gone she was, she was jumping on the tables during karaoke oh i it got on the, the pool table mid karaoke i'm just yelling at people outside i don't even know what's happening and then um, we were like hanging out with comics for the first time, like Miami comics and some big people in just like that overall scene. And I could sense Emily was getting tired. <laughs> and I remember like, I was like, no, we are not leaving. But I had already signed up for karaoke. So I think, but I think before karaoke, you were like, I want to go home. And I was like, no. Emily woke up and checked out her text messages and saw that. Oh, Jamie texted me and <laughs> we didn't realize this till the morning. I have no recollection of this. It was so funny. Um, she literally, I thought I took a screenshot when your whole crew got ass. It's just pictures. Of I, just saw your, I just saw pictures of your butt. By contract, this is what she sends to me. What time is it? 12.54 a.m. Oh, God, I'm, it's not even late. No, it wasn't even late. By contract from Jamie Lee work. <laughs> you have to stay for your karaoke song. It's business. It's business. And I didn't even look at my phone all night. I was literally so fucked up. I, I was, was literally just, angrily typing. Like, you better fucking stay I, here. <laughs> I was having a great time. Like, I was talking to everybody. We did karaoke. I convinced someone to do karaoke with me. And I woke up the next morning. <laughs> and I saw these texts. And I was like, Jamie, what the fuck? <laughs> She was like, what contract have we signed? <laughs> and I was like, an unspoken one. <laughs> it's a verbal contract that we must stay out and do karaoke. No, I told Emily, Emily doesn't like to go out or party or anything. And she was like, so she quit her full-time job. She's going into like influencer, social person, public figure life. And I was like, part of that is going out and networking. And a lot of that happens at night. And so if you don't like to do like we're, there's going to be times where we have to stay out because it's going to help us 
But honestly, you know, on a, in a business sense. And I think that's where my mind was at when I was blackout. I think I'm okay with that because now we're in Miami. Miami time is so different. Like I could sleep in till one and then stay out till four. I'm fine with that. But I feel like in Boston, if you're not up by like 8 a.m., everyone's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, that's very true. The Northeast is like a different breed. Those people like those people as if we're not just <laughs> eat, sleep, breathe, work. No, I'm a new bitch now. Um, <laughs> we're Miamians. Is that not a word? Shh. It's a word now. See, Mickey says it's a word. Is he's, it? He's a Miamian. Miamian? Are you lying to me? <laughs> okay. Um, so Emily that, went on her first first date. Oh, yeah. I took him. He came to the comedy show um, that Jamie took us out to. Oh, yeah. That comedy show that that Monday night. Yeah, that Monday night. And I was like, yeah, let's just go out with my friends. It'll be great. I was meeting like we were meeting a bunch of new girlfriends Mm -hmm. and he came and he did not look how he appeared. And I was bamboozled, thoroughly hoodwinked, absolutely flabbergasted. Oh, Emily was literally like. Jamie, I can't wait. I'm going to fuck this dude. I think she shaved her pussy for this. I might have. You might have shaved your pussy. When you shaved your pussy, that's it's fucked up if you made me waste that. You know what I'm saying? Well, some girls barely shave their pussy. I'm shaving my pussy all the time, so I'm like, eh, whatever. Oh. But like, I feel like you wait a little bit. Well, now that I have to be in bikinis all the time, I'm like, okay, every two days it is. Right? Fuck that. My poor razor oh. bumps. But yeah, he didn't. She was so ready. She was so excited. A great personality. They've been FaceTiming a bunch. And then they, he shows up to the date, and it was just, like, not what she expected. And the attraction just was not there. Yeah. And uh, Emily stuck this one out. <laughs> I was like, what if I'm just being shallow? Like, what if I'm just a bitch? So I was like, I'll give this guy a chance. And she, so he stayed with us all night. Oh, yeah. He was out with it. He drove us home. But like that. Yeah, it was very sweet of him. But he was very like uncomfortable with the situation. Yeah. I so, felt like he didn't want to be there. So I was also like. But he also staying because he wanted to hang out with you. Yeah. And then there wasn't like that level of confidence where he could just like go and have fun and like talk to everyone. Yeah. He's kind of like sticking around mm-hmm. you. Yeah. I can't. That is like a media. No, that's off. like a. It's I. It's, it's like a red flag, not a red flag, but just like a a trait that I see now. And I'm like, I don't want that insecurity in my life because that insecurity leads to jealousy in relationships. And I want someone who's confident in our relationship. Exactly. Yes. I I feel like it's hot. It's very attractive when you can, you meet somebody for the first time and you're getting to know each other and you go to like a public setting. Say you meet at a party or a bar and you're bringing them out with your friends or whatever it is. And you can go off and do your own thing and they can hold their own and have a conversation with anybody. Yes. And then you're so you're like having a conversation, bopping around. You look over and they're like the life of the party. They're enjoying it, too. Yeah. And you're like, fuck, yeah, I don't have to babysit you or handhold you. And you're a good time. And now everyone likes you because you're actually making your presence known. Exactly. And you're confident enough to do that. That's fucking sexy as fuck. I completely agree. I don't want that like wallflower who's like only whispering in my ear to talk not saying that this is like what the first date guy did, but like yeah. that's in general. Yeah. Not a fan. I've definitely had those. Me too. And and also like I am kind of like a runner when I'm when I'm drunk. Like I <laughs> I'll be like, "Hey, I brought you here and I'm gone 10 seconds later cuz I'm just saying hi to people, like I'm interacting. I need somebody who can handle that and not get insecure about it or get mad because then I don't feel like I'm just like being me." You know yes. what I mean? I feel like I have to hold back and I have to change because they're insecure and that's not my job. Nope. Nope. And that is a good thing that you have learned. Yeah. I need somebody to meet me there. Absolutely. Like my going away party. Oh, I, yeah. You Robo Tongue. Yeah. Robo Tongue showed up. He best, showed up and he showed out in the best costume. He had the best costume, like surprised me with the best costume. It was a white trash theme. He's like the only black dude. <laughs> so he's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> You're going to make me do this. And then complained about it and then showed up in the best fucking costume. So I was like, thank you. I appreciate that. And then I got like carried away, like introducing myself to the girl's birthday party. We like split it. It was like half her birthday party. And she allowed me to like have the going away party at the same time. Just like make this big fun party. Uh, So I'm meeting her. I'm talking to everyone. So I kind of like left him with like my siblings and other people. And I come back like 
I don't even know, like an hour later. <laughs> like I just was like, see ya. And he's like making friends and like the life of the party. And it was great. The same thing happened the first night you guys met. Like he was just off, like you were off and he was <laughs> sitting talking to your friends and like, but he was nice. He was making good conversation. Yeah. And that's attractive. I'm like, and he wasn't insecure about it. He didn't make me feel bad about it or make me feel like I was doing something wrong for just being me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you shouldn't have to change for anyone. No. So I think when you were like, maybe I'm being shallow and I wanted to give him a chance. Like, are you being shallow or are you already knowing off the bat that this is not the vibe that you want? It's not, that's not a shallow thing. I don't think to just like, know that that's true. You know? Yeah. But it is hard to have that conversation on like a first date. How do I say that? (laughs) Yeah. You asked us, you were like, how do I tell him I'm not interested in seeing him after? Yeah. I and I was like, I'm going to never answer him again. Oh, that's <laughs> not the way. It's not the way. No, that's the, the immature way. Absolutely. It's, don't listen to me. <laughs> it's literally the easy out. But Emily's, it's she's just getting into dating. So like I can see that. But like I feel like the best way is to be like, hey, wasn't feeling it. Wish you the best. Yeah. Nothing against you. Like just wasn't feeling it. Wish you the best. That's it. And then if you, and you don't owe them anything else after that, fucking block their ass. Like you don't have to worry about what they say. That's very true. I get anxiety about that though. I do too, but that also isn't an excuse. Yeah, because then I'm like, fuck. Because I do like social media stuff, so I'm like, if I forget to block them on one platform and they find me, and I'm like, uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> and they're like, why didn't you answer me? And I feel like I've had people do shit like really? that. Really? Yeah. Shit. I just straight up tell people I'm not interested. Yeah. It's hard. It gives me severe anxiety and it's so much easier to just go ghost. I feel like it's easier for me to tell people that I'm not interested when I know they're only interested in me for sex. Yeah. But when like. I love how you wouldn't look at us for like five seconds. He's He's literally (laughs) cheesing so hard. (laughs) He's just having fun. I fucking love it. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Um, But like, I feel like when emotions are involved, that's when it's like, or like they like you. I'm like, oh, Oh, you know, they're like actually a nice person. Like, like this guy was actually a genuinely really sweet guy. He's going to find the dopest girlfriend who like likes him for him and thinks his quirks are cute. I love that for him. Do you know what I mean? But you know what you like, and it's just not a compatibility thing. The issue is everyone thinks when you get rejected that you're like, what's wrong with me? Immediately. The question is like, what did I do wrong? But what if it's what's wrong with me? (laughs) It's like, yo, I got some shit going on. (laughs) You never thought about that, huh? You you didn't want this. (laughs) Maybe I'm fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's that's a yes. (laughs) Absolutely. But, um... No, and so, like, everyone takes it, like, so it's not, like, I don't know. When I get rejected now, I realize that it really doesn't have anything to do with me. It has to do everything with them, what they want and whatever. And just because I may not be what they want, that doesn't mean anything about my worth. You're struggling so hard over here. My feet are really sweaty. (laughs) (laughs) Emily is literally, like, moving six (laughs) different ways. She's just been, you can't see it unless you're, like, listening on OnlyFans. I'm really sweaty. (laughs) Why are you sweating so much? No, don't smell. Am I pungent? No, you actually smell like deodorant. Nice. I smell like deodorant too. Okay, so that was my first first date in a long time. Let's just like talk about standards for first dates. Okay. Like your standards, what we want in an ideal first date. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. And just go Based off. on my conversation I had today with Robotung. <laughs> oh, God. Are you going to expose yourself? And him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you want to explain a little bit okay. what the conversation was about? Yeah. I don't know how we got into this, but he had gone on a first date <laughs> with a girl um, who was mutual friends with one of his friends. And okay. the, on the first date, she had offered at the end of the date to split the check. Oh, boy. And he was like, oh, okay, sure. If that's what you want to do and let her split the check. She goes back to his friend and says um, that he was cheap and made her split the first check. Okay. Can I be honest? Mm -hmm. I would never want a guy to split the first date with me. 
Okay, but would you offer? No. <laughs> so, like, that's the thing. I was like, when I went on a first date with him, he asked me on a date and asked, like, multiple times. And so when we got to the check, I just, like, sat there. But also, I feel like if they're asking you out, exactly. they should pay. Exactly. Because there was a time where we went on a date and then I went to the club after. And I asked him to go to the club with us for my sister's like friends like thing. So mm-hmm. I was like, Hey, would you want to keep hanging out and like go to the club? And he's like, sure. We show up. I whip out my dick, my, <laughs> my dick. <laughs> no, that was later that night. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and I whipped out my cash. I paid for both of us, walked in and paid for the first round of drinks. See, like you asked him, you initiated exactly. the going out. I, it makes sense. And, but he has also shown me consistently those first couple of dates and like hanging out that he was like worthy of that. Like he had put the effort in to hang out with me. He had done everything right. So I wanted to do that. And now like when you get to that point where you're like, okay, I could see myself in like a partnership with them. You want to start acting like a partner. That makes sense because like in my previous relationships, like it was more of like a partnership Mm -hmm. where we like split that, but it doesn't start that way. No, absolutely not. I don't like when girls are like, I, I can handle myself and I'm independent. So like, I'm going to split the check. So he knows I can handle my own. No, fuck you. You're ruining dating for okay. the rest of us. I disagree. Uh, eat my dick. Eat my ass. And, um, don't, don't tell me with a good time. <laughs> it's sweaty right now. You want to eat this swass? <laughs> Yo, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I don't give a fuck if you're after the gym. Let's go. I'm oh man. Ooh, <laughs> Honestly. Yeah, it depends. Sometimes when I'm horny, I'm just like, I don't even care that we just rolled around in mud. I don't know why we'd roll around in mud. <laughs> We're just thinking dirty. Okay. So I don't know. I just think that when you do that, that's like your expectation of dating. Everyone has their own expectation of dating. But biologically, how men are is they want to earn something. Men put more value into the things that they have to earn. Mm-hmm. You know, not going to put that effort in and like hunt me and be like, I want this. Do you know what I mean? I see how invested you are in that. But what if that's not the relationship dynamic you want? What if you don't want to be earned? What if you want like that 50 50 beginning and you initiate the. I think you can want that in an actual relationship, but on the first date, like. You might not want that, but most men biologically want something they earn, even if they don't say it. I just think there there hasn't been a a situation where somebody's want that unless they're literally a simp and they love love. And they're like, and to every girl, they're literally like, I would date you if you gave me the attention. But I feel like that's also saying that humans haven't evolved. And we have from that primitive state. There are people who don't necessarily want or feel that biological urge and don't want to chase. And they want a different thing out of a relationship than you. And that's not necessarily yeah. a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing at all. But like, fuck that shit for Exactly. Me. So fuck that for you and fuck that for me. But there's <laughs> other people out there who like that. Yeah. I think though there's a like, it's a very small percentage who are actually like that. Because I think that there's a lot of girls as well who they like, they're like the women have become the chasers. It's been, it's a very like, how do I earn him? Why am I not good enough for him? I want him. I hear it in all my friendships when they talk about guys. Everyone, they're like, a guy does something and it's literally like they're willing to bend over backwards and cut their standards because they want this men to want them, man to want them. And then you have the girls who are like friends with you and they need to be desired by every man that they'll go after your fucking man. Because there's some weird shit that comes from a place of insecurity where you need to be wanted. You earn that love comes from trauma, by the way, we should go go to therapy. (laughs) Um, But like, do you know what I'm saying? And I feel like when it comes to first dates and I know that's like super deep that a lot of like women would be like, Oh, I'm happy to pay. Like I want to show him I can handle my own and I'm independent. And I feel like it actually has an adverse effect on the situation than what they think it does. So yes, there's people who are into polyamory, a very small amount of percentage. There's a peop, there's a certain percentage, a very small amount that probably want it like to show up that way and genuinely feel that way. And there's people who are meant for them. But I feel like most people aren't doing that because that's what they want. But this is also assuming a straight cis hat relationship. 
and it's not a man or a woman. It's, it's, it's masculine energy versus feminine energy. You can be gay and there's typically a feminine energy and a masculine energy. I think that's also playing into like the patriarchal. There has to be a masculine. There has to be a feminine. I totally disagree. I don't think there has to be anything in a relationship. What if you're tapped into both your divine masculine and your divine feminine? There can be equality. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you have any, like if you're very tapped into your divine feminine, like with first dates, I think like, I don't know. I think that if you're going to let me split the check right off the bat, I'm immediately seeing you as like, okay, I don't have to put as much effort in. So then I think it should be more whoever initiates should pay. I agree. But when does that stop? When you feel, well, that also depends on who's allowing the paying. Like, if you are the person who's paying, when should that stop? If you've allowed it thus far, why would it stop? But if you're the one who is being paid for, then that really depends on what your standards are. If you want that unequal relationship where it's just, like, one person who's paying, then it could never stop. Yeah. If you want more of a partnership, it could just, you as you feel more at ease in the relationship and you feel as though they've, like made sure to show you that they are interested in you then maybe you give back a little like you know those tiktoks where it's like i my boyfriend pays for rent utilities everything blah 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 and i buy him starbucks every morning like shit like that that's also a give and take exactly and that's usually like a set boundary in a conversation that Mm -hmm. you have like for me like i enjoy paying for things like Robotong made me a lot of money in OnlyFans. So I was like, can I buy you Jordans? Can I take you to dinner? Can I do something? Because I want to give. And I don't think that like takes away anything based on where we're at. But at the same time, like most of the dates, like we're not dating. We're not official. He's not my boyfriend. He's still in that phase where like he needs to earn me. Of course. You know what I mean? And like show me that that's what he wants. And so it's like, it's not, it's not a necessarily like if I expect it, Or like, but it's like, it shows me how interested he is in actually like locking me down. Does that make sense? Yes. And that can take time. Absolutely. And I'm going to like, I want to pay. Like I like somebody. I like giving. I do that too. But at the same time, if he just stopped and everything became 50, 50 now, I'd be like, no, no, that makes sense. That's yeah. That's your standard. And you absolutely deserve to hold that. Yeah. For sure. And I think that some people get so mad when they hear girls say like, no, I expect a man to pay for the first day. And like men get angry at that. But it's like we all have our different reasons and why. Like for me, I gave a lot in the beginning of relationships and first dates and first starting to get to know people that I again, I was giving too much of myself before I got any commitment. I got what I needed back. And so those people right off the bat knew that they didn't have to put as much effort in to get me to have sex with me, to hang out with me, to do whatever. And I was willing to give more than what they were willing to give to earn me. And so then it like turned into like shit. I don't want that again. So typically my experience, even when I've pulled back on giving and they have just like shown up like that, it's never worked out because I'm like, they aren't that invested. And they're telling me they're not that invested right off the bat. I don't want that. Yeah. You know, I feel like I fall into the pattern more when I'm actually in a relationship of giving too much as opposed to in the beginning. Oh, so like as you're starting to art, you already dated somebody, then you get comfortable and you're like the giver and they take a step back. Yeah. It's not up front. They earn you up front. And then, and then I don't keep those standards. Yeah. I feel like that's my big issue. I have the same thing. I used to have the same thing. Honestly, I feel myself falling. I fall into it and I'm like, cause you just want to give. Yeah, exactly. I am a giver. Yeah. So it's like, I want, I'm always like with my friends, with anyone around me, people I just met, like, I love, love, I love people. And I'm like, I, like, yeah, I'll pay for it. I'll do this. Like whatever. Cause I just want to hang out and be around you and spend time with you. But other people take advantage of that when they're not willing to give it back. And then when you take that back, Oh my God, they get so mad. And they get so mad, but I'm like, you weren't giving the same amount either. It, it truly boggles in my mind. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. There's a lot to go into with like givers and takers, not just in like romantic shit, but like friendship, family, like every relationship you have in your life. Absolutely. I have dated a lot of takers. I've been friends with a lot of takers. I feel you. 
And it starts oh. out like them giving, but it always ends with like it's stopping and I don't stop giving because that's just who I am. And then it ends up with their feeling entitled to your giving. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And because you're a giver and you care about them, what they think, you're like, what am I doing wrong? That's also trauma. We talk a lot about trauma on here. We need to do some shadow work. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, do you, you want to date another giver? I think I would. I, I've never experienced it. It sounds lovely. I've experienced people who are givers sexually, which is great. Wonderful. Love, love that. <laughs> we really you, love that. Usually the ones that are givers sexually are fucking toxic ass dick. Toxic dick. They're like, I'm going to eat your pussy. And you're like, you're going to ruin my life. And then they do. <laughs> and then they do. And then they break your heart and fuck your best friend. Hold up now. <laughs> that wasn't personal at all. <laughs> you could let it run out. Uh, I don't think all givers in the bedroom are toxic, but typically the toxic ones that get you. They digmatize you. They digmatize you. We talk a lot about being digmatized. I've been digmatized once or 20 times. And um, <laughs> a few times been around that track. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they don't holler back and I don't hear back for them. It's. <laughs> so sad i'm just kidding i don't get ghosted i just act like they never exist <laughs> and folks that's what you call bombing i fucking hate you okay so like emily you're definitely a giver yeah i feel like i love that about you like when we first I love met that about you you'd literally wake me up with tea and a blunt and you'd be like good morning and it would be a fucking full cup of tea and a blunt and I was I don't like, do that anymore. No, you don't. And honestly, you should get back to that. Um, <laughs> I'll make a note. I'll keep a note. <laughs> so like, <laughs> please. So like, and that I liked that about you. And then I saw that you were not only that, like that with your friends, like you always want to help your friends and do things. But like when you were with your ex, like I noticed you would like do a lot for him. And I noticed that he wasn't doing the same. Yeah. And I would communicate that with you. And you, it never stopped you being a giver, which no, I, I guess, which you shouldn't have to change. No, but there's also like a toxic thing about like some givers where they give so much and it's like a codependent type of giving where then you get mad at the person for not giving back. But also at the same time, how long can you give without ever receiving? You weren't receiving. That's the thing. You were trying very hard and you weren't receiving. And so like, if you weren't able to walk away, then like, do you pull back the giving? But you weren't able to do that. I think I pulled back some of the giving, but not all of the giving. Maybe like 5%. <laughs> I did my best. <laughs> so so like that, I feel like that comes from like a childhood thing though. Probably. I had to earn so much of my parents' love, my mom's love. I had to be the giver. I had to be the cooker, cleaner, the person who got good grades. And it was never enough. And I always felt like I had to do more to be praised and loved. And so when I was in relationships, I felt like I had to do that. And I felt like that was the healthy relationship. It's not surprise, Shade. <laughs> <laughs> it's really... <laughs> I'm just figuring that one out now. I'm Same. 27. Honestly. At least you're learning it early, though. You know what I mean? Like, I thought that was a normal dynamic because that's all I knew. Yeah. But now for the first time, I'm like talking to somebody who is a giver. I've never like fully like pursued somebody or like allowed them to pursue me. That was a giver. And so I'm like, wow, I'm receiving for the first time. And the amount that I want to give is actually like going down. It's, yeah. it's not because I don't want to give, but it's like, I just want to be able to receive for the first you time. You also deserve to receive. And I think you do give to him. So also don't undercount yourself. I know, but I know what I could and how much I've done in the past and like oh, bent over backwards and I'm not doing that. But also how many times have we done like not like fucking wife level shit on a girlfriend's salary? Exactly. And you're not even on a girlfriend's salary. I know. So I have like, to like give myself bad bitch pep talks. I'm like, you're not fucking dating. You're not <laughs> exclusive. Why the fuck are you doing this man's laundry? Like, you know what I mean? Like I have to talk myself through that and then be like, you're a bad bitch. Like you yes. don't do this shit. Exactly. You make this man commit to you or he doesn't get that level of you. Yeah. But then I expect the man <laughs> to give me that level. 
It's a tough, it's a tough line to cross. Well, it's cause like, I feel like with, for me, I want to be the pursued. Like I'm not going to be the pursuer. I'm not going to chase you. I'm not going to beg you to date me. I want you to show up and want to earn that and want to do that. And if you're not doing that, then like, I don't want to commit. Yeah. So like I do, I have this level of expectation of like, I want someone to give to me. And I guess, I guess for the first time I'm actually getting it, but it's like actually a healthy scenario. It seems very healthy. Yeah. So I'm like, what's wrong with it? What's the catch? What's going to happen? I'm like, <laughs> does he have a baby mama? I don't know about that like, folks is also trauma. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm literally always, my brain is always going to the part of like, well, if they're giving, why are they giving so much? Yes. What do they want from me? What did they do? What did they do? Yeah. What are yeah. they making up for? Oh, yes. they cheated on me. And that's why they showed up with flowers. Cause that's how it always had been. <sighs> So how do you fucking like, I don't know how to make it's my literally, brain. You have to rewire your brain. It's just like yeah. when you're reparenting your inner child and you're like freaking out inside and you're like, no, calm down. Everything's going to be okay. You deserve love. You are worthy. All of that. It's the same thing. I haven't heard that in a long time. <laughs> Thank you. You are worthy. Oh, don't say it. I'm getting my period. <laughs> but it's the I same thing. It's the same thing in relationships. You have to. Like that's let so yourself hard. feel that child like like oh this could be love. Maybe Damn. there is I know, but you know what I'm saying? I know what you mean. Yeah. I love everyone. I you love do. love. But like yeah, it's I my brain is automatically going towards like the toxic scenario. Not that like I want to be toxic, that I think some because anyone who has told me things or acted a certain way and were like givers that always came with like a price or like something yeah. on it. Conditions. You know, and also there was always, I'm like, well, they're giving a lot, but I, I'm noticing these red flags, but they're doing X, Y, and Z, right? So it's like, when do you know what's the the red flag and when to walk away? Because they're doing everything yeah. else right. You know what I mean? Or they're really good at communicating their feelings or so you think, but like, it's not real. And anytime I had those situations where like I was getting that like love, I was noticing things. And the reason we broke up, multiple boyfriends like ended up being that those small things that I didn't like, you know what I mean? Like actually have a conversation about cause they were doing everything else. Right. And like I didn't want to like built up. Yeah. And I didn't want to like have the conversation or if I, even if I did have the conversation, they talked me out of it and I believed them because I wanted to know that that was what's best. So now if I have someone healthy, my brain instantly goes to they're lying to me. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it. And that is like the hardest thing to break. Cause like now if you're like, if I'm with a giver, I'm literally like, why, why, <laughs> why give, why are you giving to me? What, like, you know what I mean? Why give if you could be toxic? No, I don't want to, I don't, <laughs> but here's the thing. I don't want toxic. I ultimately want that. So it's like a very hard thing to balance. So that's where, maybe that's where you need to do some shadow work. I am every day. <laughs> so I've been in bed for three days. <laughs> I feel like I needed this time in bed. Literally, I don't know why. I feel like I haven't actually rested. Me either. And I felt like I, I we slept like a lot. A lot. I, I feel good though. I needed it. Yeah, but I still feel like I haven't rested. Really? Yeah. Oh, I feel so I much better. I literally feel like I just want to not exist for five days. Maybe you need No, that. I want to exist like in general, but like I just want to not exist. Does no, that make I, sense? No, I totally get what you're saying. Uh, like, I'm pre- like I, want, I want to press pause. <laughs> Some therapists would call that passive ideation. I call it fine. It's fine. What's passive ideation? That's where you're a little bit um, suicidal, but you're not a lot of bit suicidal. Oh, I'm a little <laughs> suicidal. No, I'm not. I fucking love my life. I feel like I could never kill myself. I used to want to, but like. I think a lot of us have been there. But like not existing isn't the same as not wanting to be alive. No, sometimes you just, lit- yeah, like you said, literally just want pause on life. Maybe that's why those floating tanks work, because you literally feel like you just... You get a pause. Don't exist. I'm just really, really scared of shark biting my ass. I'm, Me too. I'm I so feel, scared. I always feel like there's uh, going to be like an animal in the cage. No, I don't like that. And how do they clean the salt? I don't think they clean this. That just freaks me out. What if you're lying with other people? Like, what if there's a dead body? There's a lot of things. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't want to lose I my don't like that one bit. But yeah, back to givers. <laughs> Have you ever been with like a taker? Like a, like, oh, well, never yeah. mind. I, we already talked about yeah. that. <laughs> I used to drive a guy to work at five. I know. 
I know. He Stop. didn't have a car. Oh, I know. Emily. I know. You drove a man to work. I drove a man to work. He didn't have a car. Yeah. For a very long time. How long? I like two, two months. That's a long time. I used to have to go to his house at like 530, pick him How up. How far was he from you? Um, oh, he was 30 seconds down the street. We both lived on Wollaston. Okay. And we would drive out to Braintree. Okay. Maybe past to Randolph. So this is like 30 minutes. Yeah, every day. And then you drive back. And then I drive back home. Did he take you on dates all the time? Nope. <laughs> Did he eat your pussy all the time? No. Oh, I know. The pain. I I'm know. feeling. I'm, I know. So that's why it's like if you go on a first date, that man needs to show up because you were the giver in the past situations. That's why I feel so strongly about it. Mm -hmm. Like going back to it, it's like I was always that person I gave and I never got it back. Now it's time for me to hold my fucking standards and be like, I deserve this. And there is somebody out there who wants to do that for me. And if you don't give it to me, then it's okay that I don't want you. Exactly. Because that's what my standards are and I deserve to uphold them. And for the first time in our fucking lives, we're upholding them. So I feel like there's a lot of bitterness around like that whole topic and like dating and first dates and like those relationship dynamics. But like you never know why your person is the way that you are. And that's also why I feel like that communication is so important and figuring out why is this your standard? Do you know what I mean? Where does that come from? Did you have a dad that treated you like a fucking princess in the world and told you you deserve everything? And maybe that's your standard. Totally fine. Did you have a dad who went for milk and never came back and so now you feel like you have to earn love and go to get milk every day <laughs> then maybe that makes sense <laughs> where's my milk um i bought some you don't drink milk you fucking vegan raise milk <laughs> <laughs> but like i think that's also why it's important so it's like people make judgments on other people and why they are the way they are and why they have their own standards but like we all operate and react to situations based on our past. And so I think if you want to have a valuable relationship with somebody, you should try to figure out why somebody is the way that they are and what's happened in their past and like what kind of person that they were. So you can better understand them now and how to like be a partner. If that's your end goal. I completely agree. And then there are people who just want to fucking go on first dates and just keep going on first dates. And I don't really get that. That sounds like a lot of work. Oh my God. Serial dating is so much work. That sounds stressful, dude. I used to serial date and every single night of the week, sometimes twice a night, like I would be on different dates. I'd be like, okay, gotta go. And it's like, I'm on a next date. And I, I just tried- got all my food paid for. Okay. That's smart. I tried to serial date, but it was exhausting. And it took up so much energy. I got so tired. He showed up. He was fucking five, seven. I was like, what the fuck, man? You said you were six feet. <laughs> and five, seven. then I stopped serial dating. I went on one date. That's not even serial dating. <laughs> That's literally dating in general. But I had intentions to serial date. Really? Mm-hmm. I, I definitely had my serial dating phase where I just like went through men. But it was because I was, I was more serial dating because everyone I met fucking sucked. Were you in New Hampshire? Um, New Hampshire and Boston, like a mix. That makes sense. You know what I mean? Like everyone sucked. I could go on a date and I'd literally be like, I hate you. <laughs> and I don't want to see you again. So now I'm going to like try to go on another date to see if I have a connection with you. And I don't. And so then it's like, fuck, (laughs) I don't have that connection. So now I'm going to go try somebody else. And if you're, if I'm getting asked a lot, cause you know, (laughs) you're beautiful. I'm a hunk of commodity. Oh, (laughs) a hunk of hunk of, um, then, you know, then you end up serial dating and now that nice, that's why I went fucking celibate. I was like, fuck this, fuck talking to dudes. I literally don't want to talk to a man unless he sees me. And he's like, you're the, you, I need you. I don't know why, but I'm attracted to you and I'm like being pulled to you and I need to date you. And now I want to keep talking to you. And like, you know what I mean? I do treat say, me like that. Yeah. Treat you. Just treat you like that. That's, Dude, the, I, I became, that's the important part. Ladies. Yeah. He may act like he wants you. He may chase you like he wants you, but is he treating you like he wants yes. you? Because I've fallen for that before. Oh, the I'm like, Oh, you seem like you want me and you need me, but you're actually treating me like shit and you won't ever fucking commit to me. Yes. Like, no, he has to actually, Back the words. Yeah, okay? literally, I, I don't listen to a single thing a fucking man says for the first <laughs> month. But like, I don't like. I literally, I as I've learned men in that celibacy, I noticed how men were, and so I was like, nothing they're saying is true. Yeah, everything is like them trying to like 
get me to like date them or fuck them. I also feel like it's also calculated. It's calculated. Even if they don't think it is, it's subconscious. It's like my PP wants you. <laughs> and so like, I'm going to tell you I like you so I can stick it in. Like, you know, no, literally, I don't believe anything you say. Actions, actions speak way louder than words. Mm-hmm. And if a man is actually showing up, if he's actually on time, he's actually taking you out. He's actually offering to pay. He's actually doing these things. He's actually setting up dates. He's actually eating your pussy. I'm so sorry, but if you say actually one more time. Actually, um, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, he has you know, to match his words with yes, his actions. If they're just making all these future promises or he's like, wow, you're <sighs> unlike anyone I've ever met. That is fucking love bombing and it means nothing. And I used to be like, oh my God, you think I'm pretty? And you know, and like, wow, you're so interested in me. And like, you really feel this way about me? No, they don't. They don't. <laughs> They want to feel that way inside your cooter. And so like once you realize that, like unless you're showing up and that's why I stopped serial dating because so many fucking men will just say whatever they want to fucking say to try to like get the pussy show up or get the fuck out of here. Put up or shut up. So now we're going to get high and we're going to come back for stony baloney. I haven't shaved my armpits. You like that? Yeah, you like that, you dirty fucking bitch? <laughs> My pungent Lick armpits. her deodorant off. I feel like I've asked some... I've not. I haven't asked anyone. I feel like someone asked to, like like my armpit i feel like you've told me a story of somebody who liked armpits yeah i don't know i mean a lot of weird fucks with a lot of weird kinks you know i'm open to everything <laughs> but uh we're gonna go get high and then we're gonna come back for some weird shit and then this shit off we'll be back bye <laughs> <laughs> Right. So the stars come out. <laughs> Listen, I'm trying to keep us on track. I just had let, a shot. Let it, let's hear Miggy sing. Hit it, Miggy. Hit it, Miggy. Hit it, Fergie. When the sun goes down on my side of town. <laughs> the laughs keep going. And um, I feel like I have to laugh with them. Otherwise, I'm not a part of the group. I know. Um, so we got high. Because I got high. And now we're going to do some stony baloney. We're just stony baloney. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I don't know. But you know that Jamie's high when she's in bed eating barbecue chips. And when she says barbecue chips. <laughs> Jamie started to laugh like me recently. I do it on purpose. Oh, I like it. Because you laugh like that. Emily laughs like. <laughs> and she so, says I sound like Donald Duck. And so sometimes when I, we're laughing, I just do that laugh and I laugh inside. <laughs> but And she's like, you're copying my laugh. Like, like I'm copying I always her. get so excited and, and like, she's just making fun of me. <laughs> You know when you laugh at someone's joke at a comedy, I mean someone's laugh, when you laugh at someone's laugh at a comedy show, and it's funnier than the joke? Yes. I feel like my laugh is funnier than the joke, oh, always. Emily is the best, if you're a comedian, Emily is now taking This is a package, $1,000, you fly me out, I come to your comedy show, I laugh at every Listen, joke. Listen, no comedian makes $1,000. <laughs> well, those are my prices, those are my standards, honey. The only thing they spend that much money on is cocaine, okay? I can perk you up. Honestly, it's true. Smack we, in the face. Literally, most comedians, I feel like, are cheap. And then they're like, you got a bag? But don't do coke because, you know. They just put too much fentanyl and shit, guys. I know. Why do they got to ruin the party? Like, they fuck really that. Do. Trust me. I get it. Be coke. safe out there. Get test strips. Get also tested for herpes. <laughs> yeah. Sony baloney. Sony. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Jamie. I have a would you rather question. Okay. Don't look at it. Oh, I, I thought you were pointing to your, what are those? Your uh, My rice cakes? Your rice cakes. They're good. Your fucking grandma. <laughs> what do you put like almond butter on those? I do. I love almond butter. Some jam? No. We're out of jam. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great would one. Would you rather have fluorescent pubic hair? <laughs> or fuck yeah. <laughs> or extra long pubic hair. 
fluorescent. Imagine if you're like, you know, when you I like hope it shave. glows in the dark and I can shave it into Whoa. like an enter here sign. You're like landing at an airport. Yo, this is a real landing strip. We have flight coming eight. in 2208. 2208. We got an extra large one. It's going to be a bumpy <laughs> ride. <laughs> Prepare for some turbulence. I hope so. It's like, <laughs> and it's as he's fucking drilling me. That would be dope. I could go over some lime green pubes. I really could. I'm just being honest oh, with goodness. you. There's a DJ in Miami with lime green hair. I can introduce you. Maybe is maybe he dyes. Oh, his does the carbon too. match the drapes? Yeah, that should be the first thing. <laughs> That's what people ask me always. I'm like, do you see my fucking eyebrows? Are you stupid? Are you stupid? Are you dumb? But you have blonde hair everywhere else. You're just covered in peach fuzz. I am. But it's all blonde. I'm hairy. So no, but I would might think that you have a. <laughs> <laughs> I've been pooping a lot this week. <laughs> Honestly, I've had to take a shit all day. <laughs> and every time I'm about to, we've had to do something. Jamie's like scheduled out her poop. She's like, okay, I'm drinking a cup of coffee right now. We're going to smoke a blunt and then I'm going to poop. And, and then I'm- Emily's like, we have to go right now. And I'm like, I can't take a shit. And then we had to get ready for the podcast. And here you guys are. What's up with us and shit? I feel okay, like let's move on. We we keep talking about pooping. We're just trying to normalize it. We're, we are, we're trying to, guys. Yeah, girls can talk about shitting in their dicks too. Yeah, and mine may not be real, but it's in my lower drawer over there. Just like Cardi so. B said, I have a pink dildo. It's actually blue, but the All point right, stands. This is like a total off thing. I feel like because I'm fucking a black man, I need a black dildo now. <laughs> Okay, so I had an ex. Okay, because I went to go fuck myself with a white one on on uh, Facetime with him, and he's black, and I was just fucking myself with a white dildo. And I was like, "This feels wrong." <laughs> okay, but wait, my ex used to he watches porn based on like the race of the girl he's with. Okay, my porn changes too. I've been watching Black Raw and that shit rocks. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, um, am I and, missing out by not watching porn? No, I and guess so, so one of my but, exes, I apparently someone said I looked like he said I looked like as it Angela White. She's brunette, big titties, kind of thick, like big butt, and we have like a longer face. And so my ex was into like skinny little blonde girls, and he's like, "Oh no, ever since we were dating, like I keep watching Angela White and like thinking of you." So I told that to this person and he was like, oh, you should check out Black Draw. And I was like, oh, my God, my world has changed. (laughs) My world has changed. I'm like, yeah. And so then we were just, you know, getting at it because like he lives in another state. And so that's all we can really do. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I was like, yeah, here's my dildo. And I looked at it and I was like and I looked at him. And I was like, something ain't matching up. (laughs) I'm sorry. I fucked myself with the white dildo. (laughs) And he's like, I mean, like, do whatever you want, like, whatever. But like, yeah, now it feels weird. It feels like I'm cheating. I mean, and I'm not, we're a not dildo, even dating, man. but a I'm literally... a dildo. I don't know, man. I have a pink one. and I'm like, this is pretty neutral. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, That's just Stony baloney. So, I'm moving right along. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Stoner thought of the day. Yeah. Each time you light your lighter. Yeah. Your lighter gets lighter until your lighter gets so light it won't light again. <laughs> I feel like I unlock some conspiracy shit. Like there's like Reddit boards about this. When you light your lighter, it gets lighter. Your lighter gets lighter. It's a lighter lighter until it gets so light that the light lighter won't light again. This is some like Lord of the Rings shit, man. <laughs> Emily took a shot that was the size of a full wine glass before this section. So not only did we smoke, she took a shot. I expect her to pass out <laughs> in 10 minutes. No, because I already... Okay. All right. I'll ask it. I know the answer, though. Would you rather lick Gay. the bottom of a... It actually is a little bit fruity. <laughs> Would you rather lick the bottom of a stranger's shoe or have your best friend spit in your mouth? Oh, spit in my mouth all day. Exactly. That's easy. I let the stranger spit in my mouth. And I'd do it again. Bop, bop. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay. What's the difference between alcoholic and a stoner? Alcoholics be crazy, man. (laughs) Yeah. The alcoholic will run the stop sign and the stoner will wait for it to turn green. (laughs) You know, that's so true because it's happened so many times. 
Yeah. That's like a very spot on one. The amount of times I've been high and you're like, it's, I'm like, it's not green. And I'm like, it's a stop sign. <laughs> like specifically. I stop for stop signs that aren't there. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you're like, Jamie, you can go. And I'm like, I've been sitting at a stop sign for like 10 minutes or what feels like 10 minutes and cars are beeping. And I'm like, Oh, I it didn't turn green yet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't smoke and drive kids. Would you rather have forks for fingers or balls under your chin? <laughs> forks for fingers all day. I could pick up mad shit. I'd be like, cock, 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 and then I'd carry everything. And you already look like Ariel and, that's what she had. She yeah, had I would forks. just look at people and not Single talk. Hoppers. And they'd be like, she's not well. And then they'd be like, but she's so different. She's so pretty, though. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't speak. Thank God for Maybe that. Maybe then I would get a husband. <laughs> I just talk too much. No. You don't talk enough. Are you saying there's another reason I don't have a husband? <laughs> Should we end it here? No. I don't mean life. I mean the podcast. <laughs> Yes. I love you. Goodbye. Farewell, sweet fucking stoners. Bye.